Chicago. This is your morning routine. Listen, respect my name. Cap and J-Hood. That's right. That's right. We're bad. Uh, uh, uh. Watch the show on Twitch. Follow ESPN 1000 Chicago. Stream the show on the ESPN Chicago app and on FM 100.3 HD2 and on ESPN 1000 Chicago. Now, now, David Kaplan and Jonathan Hood. Good morning, everyone. Bring them out. Bring them out. Woo! Bring them out, bring them out. 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 Oh, Welcome in to the Captain J. Hood Morning Show on ESPN 1000, and we're streaming on the ESPN Chicago app with Sylvie. In for Cap, I'm Jay Hood. We've got Shay, we've got Jay Moore, we got you for a three-hour ride on this Deal Breakers Thursday with open phone lines for you, 312-332-ESPN, 332-3776 is our telephone number. Yes, our old show rekindled. Skokie and South Shore ride again. Sylvie, good morning, how are you? I am good, I am good. Uh, you look spry. You look energized, despite doing valley basketball last night. You, I was shocked. I thought you had a game tonight. I said, Yo, "Hoodie, you got a game? You got the UIC gear on?" And you said you had a game last night in Normal, the Bloomington Normal area. Yes, that is true. Uh, the UIC Flames broke their eight-game uh, losing streak, and we finally got one. We beat Illinois State last night. Better than than us. Yes, SIU. because you almost got us. Yes, no, no question. But that's not the the lead. The lead is is on my way home. So yes, we won the game. I was happy. I said, "You get the old remote starter," because you want to get out of there as quickly as possible. Because that's a two uh, two hour fifteen minute drive back to the crib, right? Yeah. And it's just like, okay, here we go. Get in the car, and so you just realize up fifty five. Man, I got to haul ass to try to get bed, get in bed at least by midnight, at the very least, right? After doing the game yesterday, <laughs> and so I'm going about. Let's just be honest, because there is no curtain at Cap and J Hood. There's no pull. We don't pull the curtain back. There is no curtain. It's just a stage. Can I guess? Yeah. So I'm, eighty, eighty-seven. We're going to go ninety-five. Ninety-five. We're going to go ninety-five miles an hour up wow. fifty-five. Yeah, because I because you know why? Because Cap and J Hood weekday morning seven to ten. That's why. So, so here you go, Sylvie, 95. And I'm like, you know what? I'm hauling ass pretty good, you know? Get around Pontiac, and I do see an officer to the left. And I say, okay, let me slow it down. Let's break it down here. You know how you do that. You go sure, a little back. Right. Let's break it down. 75, 70, 69. Nice. nice. And then you get to about 70, and you're like, okay, we'll just hang in there. And I'm like, oh, boy. All right, I got past him. And then, you know, go another three, four miles, just listening to the radio. And all of a sudden, woo, no. disco lights behind me. Damn. And I'm saying, oh, God. And so I pull over to the right. I have no idea where I am. This is what happens when you are on the road like that in this darkness, no lights around. You know, I, even on my on my whole GPS thing, I don't know where I was. Someplace around Pontiac, maybe somewhere in that area. Maybe. I don't know. It didn't show up. That's how that's where I was in this remote area. He pulls over, and there's nothing like, by the way, in darkness, where all you see is the disco lights behind you. And then the old flashlight against the, uh, the windshield. No. Sir, can you roll your window down? He's on the, and of course, not on the driver's side, the passenger side. Passenger side. And he, 
Why? This this is last night. You last night. You didn't share this with me off the air. You, this is a good job by you. So he get the old flashlight against the windshield. That's intimidating when you can't really see the officer. Uh, window down, please. And I roll it down. He goes, uh, sir. Do you know why I pulled you over? Not in the back of my mind. Yeah, I know why you pulled me over because I'm speeding and I'm trying to get home making time so I can get in bed by midnight after this game at Illinois State. I said, uh, no, officer, I don't know why you pulled me over. He goes, you know why I pulled you over? Your lights in the back. There's no lights in the back. You know, you, you have a switch that's off. You got to turn your, your brake lights on. I didn't see them when, I, when you drove by. I go to the thing. It's turned off. Click auto. Yep, there it is. Let me see your license. <laughs> I did. And he still takes the license, right? And, and, of course, the insurance. State Farm is there. He takes it, right? He's back there 15 minutes. Let me just run your, you know, your license. I'll be right back. What's happening? What's going to happen? What's going to happen? Will they find my priors? <laughs> will they see? Will they find out what I've done in my my shady past? You don't have prior. Oh, what they've got done in my shady past? Oh no! And he he comes back after fifteen minutes. And he says, "Here's your license." He goes, "You know what? I'm going to send you a warning. No ticket. I'm going to send you a warning. But hey, keep those lights on though, because he built it up like, yeah, I'm going to get a speeding ticket. You know what? I pulled you over. And that that feeling in your chest, right? Yeah. Like O S H. And then it's like, yeah, those lights. You got to do something with those lights back there. <laughs> so, I, I, I didn't know you could turn those lights off. There's a switch to turn those lights off. I mean, why would there be a switch to turn those lights off? It's a new vehicle. I'm wondering, have I been have been driving with the lights off the entire time? Right. And not the headlights. It's just the lights in the back. In the, the back. The red lights in the back. And so the switch was off. And he says, yeah, you got to turn those on. So you know your old win. You think you're being pulled over for speeding, and it's really for your lights because you were a dumbass and not turned the lights on totally on your vehicle. I, I, I still, what, what, what's with the passenger uh, side uh, knock on the window, though, and not I, the driver's side? I parked in a way, Sylvie, where... You're I'm, still I'm, on the road? I'm a somewhat of a, the left two tires on the road and the others on the other side. Safer for him? Uh, safer for me. <laughs> safer for it's me not, it's not right <laughs> so so there's that uh-huh how about that jay moore yeah, just in case you got to make a run for yeah. it. <laughs> I, was, I mean i was gonna add what, now is this a neighborhood where you're you're okay getting pulled over is this like a keep driving kind yeah. of neighborhood well as i said let me get back to city lights well, here well, yeah well as i said i'm in the darkness i'm not even sure which suburb i was in at this point because you know that drive you know that drive where it's just you get these weird flashing red lights in the distance and that's all you've got at, at midnight in yeah. the darkness you got nothing it's like where you have your flashes on i still gotta figure out by the way how to do my brights were you worried no, nah, not really. I thought this would be a good talking point in the morning. I didn't think anything was going to happen. <laughs> I mean, talking point. I, I didn't think. No, no, I didn't expect a knee on my neck, Sylvia. I thought I was going to be just fine. Thank you. Very good. I was going to be just fine. Thanks. Get those lights on. Well, well thanks. No, thank you. I'm going to the yeah, auto yeah, show. I'm yeah. going to make sure after this, I'm going to make sure that... Uh, 
I know where that light that light switch is. So, so that doesn't magically turn off. It's so ridiculous, though, because I, I can understand if, like, it was, say, for instance, someone's washing your car. They're doing the detailing. Yeah, they, and it's always, like, they always hit a button. Yeah, mistakenly hit the button, something like that, right? And I'm looking at this thing. It is as simple as, oh, this son of a bitch, this is off. Yeah. Click auto. Yeah. <laughs> like, Man, like that. Did, does your wife ever drive your car? No. Oh no. No. Not, like, like, at least not the, not these two that we bought though. Usually, like if if I s- say to my wife, like, "Hey, just drive my car. I get more gas." Or if I've if like we'll go out to dinner and she hasn't had any drinks and I have, yeah, she'll drink. There's a button that usually gets hit too, mm-hmm. and then I'll get back in the car and I'm like, oh, well, "How do I get this back?" Well, to the way I like it. Well, Sylvia, tell us a little bit more about that button. I'd like to know more. It's not that button. That button not? My buttons aren't usually hit. Okay. It's, it's a button in the car. Okay. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's, it's 12 years in now, honey. <laughs> well, I just thought you'd share if there was a button that needed to be pushed. And, uh, well. Oh, it needs to be pushed. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's not being pushed. Okay. Well, I just thought I would ask. Yes. Well, I mean, nonetheless, I mean, that's the whole thing. Like, you, you feel like, okay, I know I'm guilty, but I'm going to play it straight you know he goes where are you coming from of course the question also is where are you coming from like why would i i'm the voice of the flames <laughs> sir well that's when he did yes when he go deep into the reservoir you know just like yeah i just got back from uh, illinois state against uic pal that kind of thing and <laughs> when, then, and then what, from there, what does he say to that oh man that sounds that sounds great you know you came from a game uh, you know how long a drive do you have um, yeah, i'm going back to the city oh that's gonna be a long drive yeah yeah well let me get your license and uh and registration of course you know i i um i taped it i taped it on my phone oh what the conversation with the officer oh oh you did oh yeah Ooh. well of course silly I mean, if something happens, look at you. Well, Sylvie, if something happens, I want this recorded at my funeral. I want that to be. A, I want this. <laughs> but you that? were worried. Oh, no. but wait, 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 wait! I asked you five minutes ago. Brother, you were worried. Wait, wait, no, I'm not worried. But you have to be safe. Let me explain something to you. I want you and your you your kids once they start driving, even them. I want them to learn the ten and two rule also. I want them to do what I did last night, and that is when you see the disco lights on, go, go for the wallet. Put it right there on the dash, just in case he asks for it. Have it ready. What's wrong with that? Just being safe, right? Yeah, I guess so. What's wrong with uh, that? Look, I, 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 it is not something that I've ever had to worry about. No. No. no I, I look. <laughs> well, yeah, because you put the voice on and just like, oh, yeah, waddle. You use waddle as a get out of get out of free card. Get out of, get out of jail free card. When you drop Waddle's name, of course you'll never be in trouble, right? No, that is. I don't think Waddle has ever helped. That's a lie. <laughs> you already lying to me this morning. You've you've had to use Waddle's name for other for a free drink maybe, and for the police. <laughs> you know me, right? From Waddle and Sylvie, Lake right? For- Lake Forest Police. <laughs> yeah, right. You know me from Waddle and Sylvie, right? Afternoons. We're on at 2.30 now, right? It's an extra half hour. Yes. We cross-talk with Black and Abdallah at 6.15. Oh, you tell them that, too? <laughs> you, go, you go deep into the detail? You tell them that, too? You give them the lineup, do you? This is a sidebar man, approach that I was not anticipating today. This is a literal sidebar. Thought I'd share with my friend. And I appreciate that. <laughs> but I'm upright and I'm safe. But, but not nervous at all. Prepared. Prepared, not nervous. No. 
No. Because I know, look, I've had a speeding ticket before. I've had speeding tickets. It's really strange. Like, I've had a speeding ticket in the same spot in Pawpaw, Michigan. I told Shay about this. Like, driving through in the same spot in the same area, I've gotten two tickets on my way to Detroit. It happens. You you have have a, uh, do people drive with uh, radar detectors anymore? Are those in vogue anymore? I don't. I don't think I so. I know a few people who do. Yeah. Yeah. Like the fuzz buster. Yeah. I can't stand it. You get in the car and it's just nonstop. It's the most annoying thing. Yeah. Just I, use I, your eyes. I use way and, and ways too. I don't know how accurate those are, like where people tell you where the cop is. It's pretty good because I think it's user sourced, right? Like yes. if you drive yes. by, you can click. Cop's it, still there or not. Yes. Yeah, exactly. That's, that's what a wife is for. She that she's there. She's pretty much filling up. What what did I say wrong? That, that, like the analytics on that is about twenty two percent. Effectiveness. I'm you, what I'm telling you is that that's what she's there for. If I'm driving and she's got ways on, she goes, "Oh, there's a police officer oh, for the ways. I'm going to mark it. I'm going to mark it. Oh, I'm going to mark the ways. Yes. Okay. Yes. I thought you meant to spot it herself. Oh no, no, no. no I mean that's yeah. It's just I just know that yes, I was in the wrong. There's no doubt. I was r- r- wrong for driving so fast, Fonzie. I was. But at the same time, I'm thinking, well, that's all she wrote. And I'm, I recorded it right here just in case. If something happened, at least you have the video evidence. If, you know, Channel 7 needed it, I have it right here. You know who you were like? You were like Jerry Reinsdorf trying to outspeed the Bears to build the stadium. <laughs> yeah, pretty, much, pretty much. And Jerry's a snail. As we all know. <laughs> not not yeah. when it comes to business. Yeah, that's the problem around here for this White Sox fan. And so uh, still to come, we'll talk about who will get their stadium done first. Is it the White Sox or the Bears? We're going to talk about the Bears and the White Sox in that regard for a reason. Two big stories that occurred yesterday. We'll talk about it coming up next with Sylvian for Cap. I'm Jay Hood. Cap and Jay Hood, weekday morning, 7 to 10. And that's one to grow on. Okay, it's about that time. You're tuned in to the Kevin J. Hood Show. Everything ain't hardcore, you know. On Chicago's home for sports, ESPN Chicago. Here's hoping that you're going to have a great Thursday, a Deal Breakers Thursday. Here on the Cap and J. Hood Morning Show, we'll have Deal Breakers coming your way at 835. It is Sylvie in for Cap on the Cap and J. Hood Morning Show. 312-332-ESPN, 332-3776 is our telephone number. It's interesting, Sylvie, that we got two stories yesterday. One regarding the White Sox and a possible new stadium. And, of course, the Bears with, um, with Kevin Warren. Very interesting that is going on here. There was a letter that was written by Kevin Warren to season ticket holders about the future. Now, Kevin Warren is talking about how there's going to be an increase as far as the um, tickets are concerned, correct? Mm-hmm. Yeah, it was a, uh, a long letter that he, he, he dressed it up. He fluffed everybody up. He told everyone how much he loves them, uh-huh. uh, how much he appreciates being the president of the Bears, nearing his one-year anniversary, how much he loves the season ticket holders. And then he said, you guys will be paying between 6 and 11% more for your season tickets next year. That's very difficult to swallow. 
in anybody's economy. Just telling you that it's because here's what we want as fans, as you well know, because we've talked about this ad nauseum. You want a financial and emotional investment in your team, but you want an ROI for the investment that you put in. If you're going to dole out money to go to see the Chicago Bears, if you're going to have the emotion of being able to buy that jersey and be able to be connected to the team, where's my ROI? I got three to seven wins. Okay, great. What do I get with my money for this upcoming season? What do I get? Do I, does that mean well, I get playoffs with that? Because that would be easier to swallow if I knew that the playoffs were coming. I, I think it would be easier, as you, you mentioned, if Jim Harbaugh was on the front of your media guide this year, on yeah. the front of your program. Mm-hmm. Like, like if you just spent 16 to $17 million a year on your coach, mm-hmm. and you're like, here's our, quarter, here's our new quarterback with our new coach, and by the way, ticket prices are going up. We really invested in our future. We understand now, they're still banking on what Ryan Poles is doing and, and that the future is still bright. And I think ticket prices have been flat for the last couple of years. So that's what they're banking on. And they, they also sold you that they're, they're lowering the cost of some of the concessions based on the discounts. I don't know if you read that, 20 to 30%. But as we joked yesterday... They're probably going to raise beer prices. Like, sure. what, what, when do concession prices ever stay flat? So, like, what, I don't know what a beer is these days at Soldier Field, guys. Do you know well, what's an average beer price? Fifteen to seventeen dollars at Soldier. I remember going and being like, Phew. I don't remember exactly what it was, but I think it was fifteen, sixteen bucks. So it's it, that's probably going to go up a, a dollar or two. So like, that was a forty ounce, right? For that much? Oh, 40? I'm just asking. 14, maybe. 24, I think. 24? Yeah. Not for a $15 beer. Yeah, I think it was 24. They get the big boy cups now. Hey, Sylvie, you can't argue when he tells you what it is. You can't argue the price. You can't do that. You can't ask and then argue. You're arguing the price right there. I'm willing to bet you you can't get 24 ounces for for $15 or so. 24? I think so. What's a tall boy can? How many ounces are in a tall boy? Because the cans are usually tall boys now. Are they 24 ounces in a tall boy or no more than 20? Now, this Google says $11. I don't remember no. seeing an $11 beer. No. no, no, no. But Google also told me when I went to the Ford Field game in the, in the playoffs that they had five ninety nine beers. Wow. I, I can tell you they did not. Yes. <laughs> like, yes. like, like, it's funny because I'm conditioned to hear... When I hear $11 for a beer these days, yeah. I'm like, oh, that's good. Pretty reasonable. I'm yes. like, ooh, yes. $11 Absolutely. for a beer at a game? Yes, that is the equivalent of the dollar hot dog day. Yeah, like, yeah. it's funny. But, uh, I, I, again, I, and wait wait till the PSLs come out for the new stadium. Wait till pr- you think a, a, a 5 to 8% increase is big. Wait till the new stadium seats are unveiled. Indoors, where you're warm and toasty, hoodie. You know what? I can take it then because I can understand. It's a new stadium. I'm leaving my coat in the car. I'm going to walk the concourse. Lou Malnati's here. Got a points bet there. Whatever it's going to be. It's going to be like being in the mall, but there's a Bears game in, in the middle. And I have no problem with that. That's when it's worth the price of admission because it's new. It's fresh. You're paying for the new. I'm paying for the old. And well, hopefully it's not the same old, same old when it comes to Chicago Bears. Three to seven wins is fine. But then you come in hat in hand saying, yeah, we need more. Okay. Again, I could take it if I knew that this is the next step. Bears going to have Caleb Williams or whoever's going to be the quarterback. And there's going to be improvements with the team. And so here's your ROI. I play off 
appearance or two. Now I can take that. But man, when you're coming at me with a letter, it doesn't matter what sport around here, and you're asking for increases and the team's the same. Look, we've been through this for years where the team stayed flat or went backwards and still asking for more. That's tough for any family. It all sucks. You're right, Mike. It, it, it is tough. No doubt about that. Should there be, at the beginning of the year, a little scale in telling you what tickets will cost next year based on the win total? You mean like the little Price is Right climber guy? Yes. Like, ooh, like, ooh, like ooh. coming out in 2024. <laughs> yes. They, they will tell you in 2025, if we win 11 games, ticket prices go up 12%. Yeah. If we win seven games like last year, tickets stay flat. If we don't increase it, our win total at all, if we only win five games after winning seven, tickets go down five percent. <laughs> it should be a game show. Okay. I think there should be All a right. stake for George. <laughs> I love and, and for like, there should be something for them in this too, uh-huh. where they know that their ass is in this too. Yes, where it's not just a win total. For the coaches and the players, that business is at hand here. That if they don't achieve a certain amount of wins, yes. they're going to lose money with a fan base. And they've got, if they achieve 12 wins, now they get to raise ticket prices 15%. Yes, I see. So, like, so like, would, we, would you be willing to pay for that? Yeah, absolutely. You know, here's the thing. For some athletes, they have escalators in their contract. You, yeah. you prefer a certain amount of games. The Scott Boras season ticket plan. Yeah, I love that. I love that. You get as many home runs, as many RBIs, make this all-star game. No matter what sport we're talking about, you get this. You get to the NFC Championship game, 18% price increase this year. Based <laughs> on coming off a seven-win season. Oh, I think that's great. I'd love that. The other side of it is the, with the Chicago White Sox. And I saw the renderings. I saw it broke out during your show with Waddle yesterday. Yes. It, um, Bradley from um, WGN, mm-hmm. uh, the, the reporter, Talman Bradley. Yes. So I saw the renderings, and it looks beautiful. Um, some thoughts from that WGN report, by the way, on a possible uh, Sox stadium here on the home of the White Sox. Good evening. We start at 6 o'clock tonight with a WGN exclusive. Getting a first look at what a new home for the Chicago White Sox could look like. The team's lease at guaranteed rate field expires in five years. WGN's Jenna Barnes is here with the renderings. Yeah, Micah and Ray, want to take a water taxi to a White Sox game? Well, you could in this new vision. This is the first time the public is seeing the full ballpark renderings presented by developer-related Midwest. A ballpark with walls of windows facing the Chicago River with a potential expansion of the Riverwalk. Steps leading down to fans who can watch the game on a giant video screen screen. from their boats. This is one rendering (laughs) in a 17-page book developer-related Midwest is presenting to some lawmakers as the White Sox weigh a move to the South Loop. The current 62-acre vacant lot known as the 78 could be transformed into a mixed-use development. This rendering shows indoor dining and outdoor lawn space yeah. overlooking a new era of the famous exploding scoreboard oh. the pinwheels a focal point oh. another angle shows views of the willis tower as fans take in a concert the developer CS. says 1,000 affordable housing units will also be a part of this development Cabrini. and their plan includes ideas for guaranteed <laughs> rate fields. there they envision a reimagined <laughs> campus with 1300 residential units and a repurposed stadium that appears to be a soccer field it's like good time 
times. By the numbers, related Midwest estimates 5 million <laughs> annual visitors, a $9 billion estimated investment, $4 billion in stabilized annual economic impact, and 22,000 permanent jobs. One of the things that, that I that did appreciate in their presentation is that what they're considering, um, it's the way new stadiums should and could look, that they have community benefit. Mayor Brandon Johnson saying late last month he hasn't gotten into the intricacies of the plan. Governor J.B. Pritzker said as of last week he had not yet been briefed on the proposal. I, I, I don't really want to opine about it because I don't know what financing they're looking for. and I, But you understand that you know my view in general is the taxpayers shouldn't have to pick up any bills for private businesses that are trying to you know extend their franchise in the city or the state other than the normal things that we help businesses with like infrastructure and so on the boom right there right there sylvie that's the money shot right there baby governor pritzker yep i shouldn't have to pay a dime for that well they've got this sports authority uh i guess there's a uh a pot of gold for jerry mm-hmm. that they must use before a certain date and i believe that there's a race between the Bears and and the White Sox to get there, mm-hmm. and uh, and I don't I don't know if there's a master plan with the city to get them both to use it, or if if Jerry's trying to beat the Bears there. I'm not sure what the plan is, but for as a White Sox fan, I'm all for a new stadium. The only question I always have is who's going to be there and what are you putting in it. Great to have a new stadium to be able to walk around in it, but I mean, you know me, I'm a bottom line guy when it comes to winning. That's the mo- the Sox mean the most to me in this town, as you well know. That's that's my team as a Southsider. You could build the stadium, and I think that's great. What do you put in it? It better be a winning team. Right? I mean, that's fine. I mean, does, does that enhance though your game day experience if all things are equal? Say you've got a, a ninety win team. Do you enjoy going to see a 90-win team in the loop area versus where it is now? If there's a White Sox on it, I could see them in the alley. Doesn't matter to me, as long as it's a winning team. Which would be better, though, for you? I'm good at a guaranteed rate. I mean, that's where I grew up anyway. I mean, I grew up in that same area. Yeah, it's a different ballpark, but that's tradition. I got no problem with it. But something new and fresh, got no problem with it. It's going to be the same amenities for me as far as the food. You know, that counts. The food's still going to be delicious. The sight lines are going to be great. I've always been a bleacher creature anyway when it comes to Sox games. That's where you could find me usually. So that won't, that won't change. A new location will not bother me. All I care about is the winning. I don't care where it is, Sylvie. And, and, and like as we said before the show, and a lot of people have joked, there's never been a bad, a bad rendering. Right. right? <laughs> That's true. Like, whether it be a stadium or the first condo you bought. Like, my first condo that I bought was the size of a closet. Yeah. The rendering looked beautiful. Yeah, right. It was it was gorgeous. I, I got tired of that place quickly. But the rendering was beautiful, though. Oh, it, it, you, you thought I was living in a penthouse <laughs> by the rendering. Yes. And then, yeah, all of a that sudden, was it. that was it. It was a closet. <laughs> So here's a question, and uh, Shay, let's open the phone lines, 312-332-ESPN, 332-3776 is our phone number. Who will get their stadium done first? Is it the White Sox or the Bears? 
Also still to come, you, you got it on the right show because it's Sylvie and I, two passionate Bulls fans. Because the trade deadline is here for the NBA. We'll talk about it. What, what are the Bulls going to do? Uh, we'll get to that and more of your phone calls coming up. Cap and Jay Hood with Sylvie in for Cap on ESPN 1000. Also on 100.3 FM HD2. Shot or no shot with Captain J Hood on ESPN 1000 and the ESPN Chicago app. That's why I see him in the shot. Good morning and welcome in to the Captain J Hood Morning Show on ESPN 1000. And we're streaming on the ESPN Chicago app. With Sylvie in for Cap, I am Jay Hood. Thanks so much for being with us as we get ready for Shot or No Shot. And it's brought to you by the fine folks over at... That would be ESPN Bet, now live in Illinois. Sign up today to bet the big game. New users get $100 in bonus bets with any sportsbook bet. Take that. We say good morning to Shea W. Norling. It was a good impression right there. Thank you. Good morning, boys. Uh, Sylvie, great to see you. Hoodie, how are we on a Thursday? Deal Breakers Thursday. I like that. I'm excited for Deal Breakers. I don't get uncomfortable for Deal Breakers. No, you get uncomfortable for everything else with the heavy sweat. (laughs) 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 I'm not going to let you be disingenuous with the audience. You're already... um, Do I got a little bit of a lather going? Yes, and there's no reason. You should not be nervous in here with me. This is like riding a bike, you and I. (laughs) You have to pat yourself off. Very little sleep. I got another head cold, too. Yeah. Sucks. I, I, I don't think I've been sick more days than I've been healthy this winter. That's odd with a mild winter. Uh, yeah, I, I, I know. I think it's all about germs. It's just the kids just, they're dirty. They just bring in germs left and right. Sylvie, those are your kids you're talking about. Now. I know, but okay. they, they bring in germs <laughs> from school and everything. All they do, they bring in germs. It's not their fault. Kids are dirty. It's not their fault. No, I'm not blaming. Like I am blaming them, but it's not their fault. They're they're exposed to lots of stuff. Yeah, and wash their hands. Or are they are they oh, like yeah. you? Uh, oh, they, they, no. no matter how much we tell them to wash their hands, they're still bad hand washers. Yes, they get that from their dad. No, I'm a great hand washer. Or are you a great oh, hand washer? Great. Oh, really? I'll put my hand washing up against anybody. Really? Great. Really? And huh? my hands get chapped. And and look, small hands. Uh-huh. Not a lot of not a lot of uh, real estate. Uh huh. So like they get they get clean quickly. I see. How often do you wash your hands a day? All the time. Oh really? All the time. I'll go to the bathroom just for a hand wash. Yeah. Yeah. Right. Really? Yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. It's probably an aphrodisiac for them. Yeah. If I know I'm going to eat, just go wash the hands. Of course. (laughs) I feel like he's walking into the bathroom in the middle of the day for no reason other than to wash your hands. I have to um, hydrate and use lotions on my hands because they're dried from extra hand washing. Uh Uh-huh. Ashy Larry, I see. You, you know me. Yes, yeah, that's what they call me. That's okay. Ashy Sylvie. <laughs> okay. Or Ashy Deshaun. <laughs> oh, I, would I would hope nobody's calling Sylvie that. 
Here's Shay Norling. Shay? Uh, great news for a few Bears legends yesterday. While not officially official, reports have leaked that Devin Hester, Mongo, and Julius Peppers will all make the NFL's Hall of Fame when the class is announced tonight. The Sun-Times was the first to report the news, but again, this is not officially official mm-hmm. until it's announced later today. Shot or no shot, the Bears need to play in the Hall of Fame game. Yes, yes. That's a shot. That's a shot. And I wish that pro football was like uh, Major League Baseball, Sylvie. That way we could convince Julius Peppers to go in as a bear. <laughs> <laughs> so, so you got three bears going in, right? So a Carolina Panther, Peppers goes in as a, as a bear. And I like Wade Boggs going in as a devil ray. That's what we want. Come on, he, Sylvie. He's more of a panther, though, isn't he's he? He's a bear. And now, then here's, he was, a, here's the thing. Like, you say that. I'm trying to get him to be a bear. But then you're Greg Olsen, our guys with us on Waddle and Sylvie, our favorite bear. Oh, yeah. He's well, a panther. The worst trade ever. But he's a panther. He is. More time with the Panthers. Well, right. But, you're, but, but what, we've got to be fair about it. He played more with the Panthers. Better years... What what did Peppers did what two good years with the Bears? I understand, but he's our guy. And then and then he went to the Packers. That Phil Emery. But that that's our guy though. So, no, so I, I do like Peppers. And yes, the Bears should be in the Hall of Fame game. My guy, uh, Brendan Shugri. I always say his name wrong, so I probably just said his name wrong. Do you know this? That the Bears have played in the Hall of Fame game five times, and in their last four. They've gone to the playoffs in the same year. Ah. So this is this this coincides with playoff berths. Ah. They they last played in the Hall of Fame game in 2018. Mm-hmm. Went to the postseason. They played in the Hall of Fame game in 2005. Went to the postseason. So get them to the Hall of Fame game. Let's celebrate Mongo. Most importantly, Devin yes. Haster. Uh, let's celebrate uh, Hoodie's guy, Julius Peppers. And uh, let's go to the postseason then. Well, next time we have Olsen on, we bring on Carolina Panthers tight end Greg Olson with us here on Waddle and Sylvie. Who, what, <laughs> well, by the way, which uh, broadcast will he be doing? Will he be the number two for Fox or will someone pluck him? For They'll do what to him? A P, a pluck. Oh, a what? Okay. Yes. Okay. <laughs> I don't know what he does in his I off know time. you think I like him, but I'm saying pluck. <laughs> okay. Well, we broke this down last week. We went through all the Fox broadcasts, and we think he should be busted down to the Mark Sanchez broadcast. No, That's hell no. Wait, get out of here. Hoodie, I said he's doing a college football late night That's right. with Tim Brando. That's right. <laughs> and I said he could either go to CBS because there's room in James Brown's hairline. Over, over, under two and a half games doing college football with Tim Brando until Greg Olson finds a new gig. I, I say get Herbie back to college and put oh. Olson on the uh, this Thursday game. I'm fine with that. Herbie's terrible in these NFL games. You can tell he doesn't follow the sport. Herbie is, you know, my my comp for Herbie is he's Shaquille O'Neal in the NBA. Herbie is Shaq in the paint when he does college football. Yeah, he's incredible. And then Herbie doing NFL is Shaq on the free throw line. Yes, yes, that is correct. Herbie in college is Lakers Shaq. Herbie in the NFL is Celtics Shaq. That's all fair. That's 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 a good comp, too. That's all fair. I'm just saying that it's going to be hard for for Greg Olson to bump out of Jonathan Vilma. Uh, or some Stop of the, I'm, I'm just telling you, like you just can't just be shoehorned in there. He's a good analyst. By Someone himself. will recognize the greatness other than Waddle and Sylvie. Yeah, that, he's not moving out of Moose Johnston, an institution on Fox, <laughs> with that beautiful suit. 
He's not moving him out of there. He's a three-piece suit guy, isn't yes, he? he? Is. Doesn't he always wear the vest underneath? Three-piece suit guy, first-time caller. Here's Shane Norling. Shane? All right, in Albert Breer's latest column, he said he keeps hearing that the Steelers are planning to add, quote, more than normal competition for quarterback Kenny Pickett and floated it could mean a trade for Justin Fields. Shot or no shot, the Steelers with new offensive coordinator Arthur Smith are the best landing spot for Justin Fields. I have a bet down uh, on 16 to 1 that uh, the Steelers, that's my best yeah. value play. So I put that down 15 bucks on it uh, to win like 255. Um, so, but if you trade for Justin Fields and you're giving up like pick 50 or they, they've got, I think two second round picks mm-hmm. and, and they've got to make good for Chase Claypool, right? They, they always won. Uh, but why would you make them compete? Are you making Justin Fields compete if, if, if you're trading for him with Kenny Pickett or is Justin Fields your quarterback with Arthur Smith, who has always liked a dual threat quarterback? I think you're putting on errors. I mean, if Justin comes in there, it's like, okay, you against Pickett, and you probably think that Fields is going to win that job over Mason Rudolph and anybody else they got in there. Yeah, and Mitch. Yeah. Like, wouldn't Steelers fans be a little bit uh, um, in their thinking they would be saying, why are we getting all the Bears rejects? Yeah. Trubisky and then Justin. On your way to 10 wins and the playoff berth. Right, with Tomlin. <laughs> so, he, so That's what he does. So that's how that works, right? Justin's a quarterback, and it still probably won't look great, but it'll somehow, some way, Tomlin will find a way, and Justin will be in the playoffs. And the Bears, well, we'll see. So is that a shot or no shot, sir? That's a shot. That's a shot. Yeah, that's a shot. That, I think that's a shot. I, you know, we've speculated on some other teams that need a quarterback as well. As Schefter told you, he wouldn't go through the list, Schefter, but we kind of knew what he was going at. Atlanta, Pittsburgh. There's a number of teams that need a quarterback, and that they would some would pay through the nose for Justin Fields. The, this, the, the whole thing, how Schefter blew up the internet and ESPN 1000, just throwing the, lobbing the grenade on your show, saying, "Oh yeah, you can get a one for him, a one, a one." What? Because that was not the conversation that we were all having, except for Kuiper. Yeah. Well, I mean, it's it's Mel. Yeah, we set him to the side. He's a draft <laughs> guy. Okay, yeah, get him out of there. No one has. I mean, well, I respect the draft analysis, Sylvie, but then you start getting the into vaccination. All yeah. right, step aside. All right, get let's get Adam Schefter on. All right, that's that's what you want right there in that spot. So when Schefter said it, it resonated with me more. Yeah, yeah, I said to Waddle that I think. The only way they get a one is if it's a 2025 one. And if it's the Aaron Rodgers conditional one based on playing time. Shay, I think that is a shot. All right, we finally have it. The Vegas Super Bowl. And the NFL has instituted a complete and total gambling ban on players until after the game has been played. Meaning, as a player, you cannot so much as pull a lever on a slot machine or set a chip down on a hand of blackjack. Despite the fact the NFL has partnered with these casinos and with these sports books, and it was their decision to put the Super Bowl in Las Vegas. Shot or no shot, some player will fall victim to the temptation of Sin City. Wow, not even. How about a Eugene Robinson situation? Gonna get some of that. I was at Maybe. that Super Bowl. Mitch yeah. Rosen woke me up like it's six in the morning, saying, "Hey, what do you got on Eugene Robinson?" Mm-hmm. I'm like, "I'm a local guy. How the hell would I know that Eugene Robinson hired a hooker the night before?" Right. Well, what do I got? Right. What right. do you mean? What do I got? Well, you- <laughs> That's uh, one of the best stories ever. He won Man of the Year, yeah. and yes. three hours later, he gets arrested for soliciting a hooker. Hey, it's had- incredible. Had to celebrate. Um, <laughs> a man of faith. 
I think it's a shot. But no, what, what's the penalty? What's the penalty if someone goes down to the casino and they play like some blackjack? I think it's a zero tolerance. You won't play in the Super Bowl if you gamble before the game are in there any, any capacity. Are there any stipulations on like friends and family? You know, you sending them down there. I mean, I'm sure. No, fine. The down. no I, I'm sure, Jay Moore, that there are investigators that are watching us very closely. They see where those people are from. I mean, they know. Yeah. I, I just think the whole conversation is interesting because Sylvia and I grew up reading the Sports Illustrated or the National and all these publications, the and they swore. Remember the National? Ah, oh, what a solid paper. Ah, oh, I love Frank DeFord. Um, the kind of setting Frank DeFord. I, I love the idea that. Um, people were saying for years when we were growing up in the 80s, there will never be a pro sports in Las Vegas. Never. Because of the gambling aspect, because of the mob aspect, because you think that if there's going to be pro sports in Vegas, then everything would be fixed. You've got the Black, Ho- Black Sox scandal all the time, right? <laughs> yeah. Absolutely. So that, that's, the, that's the whole thing with that. Like you thought that there'd be this big scandal and we haven't had those yet. But it is amazing to me here as we sit here at 2024 and that we have pro sports in Vegas across the board. I never thought we'd see it. I, neither did I, but I love it. And, 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 and it's a great market to have. I loved going to the Bears Raiders game. Mm-hmm. And I think it's a great road trip city to go to. It'll be a good road trip city to go see your White Sox play the A's, won't it? It'll be a good road trip city when they get it, when LeBron owns an NBA team there. Well, just be careful on that whole A's, Las Vegas A's thing. And you love when the mayor of Las Vegas says, no, that, we don't want to just trying to figure that. this out. Why don't you guys figure it out in Oakland? Who pushes back? <laughs> now, stay, stay away. Stay away. Never mind about that could be a cash cow if the A's end up being good or just an attraction. Sure. She's, yeah. she's saying the mayor of, of, if you've missed that, the mayor of, of uh, Las Vegas is like, nah, that's Not okay. Not so fast. And I have family in Las Vegas, and they're lukewarm on it, too, because the question I was asked when I was in Vegas in June when this came up, uh, uh, one of my uncles said, so where's the water coming from? That was his concern. Like, there's a, the water reservoir. Is that coming from the Colorado River? Like, where, I mean, we already have problems with water around here. Where do we get the water? <laughs> and he's like, and I don't want to pay for it. That's the other thing. Mm-hmm. No state tax, huh? My ass. All right, coming up, we go around the National Football League. Uh, and, Shay, what's this edition around the NFL? This is? Super Bowl novelty props. Oh, oh, I love oh, this. Oh, some novelty oh, props. This is it. The novelty props for the Super Bowl. Listen closely. Coming up next, Sylvie's in for Cap, right here on the Cap and J-Hood Morning Show. You're listening to Cap and J-Hood. Follow the show on Instagram at the Catman and at IGJ Hood. This is ESPN Chicago, Chicago's home for sports. Nick Foles sucks. He sucks. I'm just a fan. I'm not a football evaluator. I love the Green Bay Packers. The guy is drunk, but there he goes. This is not Detroit, man. This is the Super Bowl. I want winners. He starts to come and he pulls out. This is a really thickly built guy. I mean. What's the answer you're looking for on these things here? Around the NFL right here on the Cap and J-Hood Morning Show. Sylvie's in for Cap. I'd to remind you, we'll hear from the great Tom Thayer, color analyst for the Chicago Bears and Super Bowl champion. Tommy will be with us coming up at 9 o'clock, and we'll check on the weekend weather with Tracy Butler at 9.50. Around the NFL, here's Shane Orling. Shane? All right, Super Bowl novelty props today. Super Bowl 
football props and picks tomorrow. Let's get right into it. We'll start with the national anthem. Reba McIntyre will sing the anthem before the Super Bowl. And the current sportsbook odds are at 89 and a half seconds. Over juice to minus 150, under plus 120. Over or under 89 and a half seconds for Reba to sing the anthem. What's the analytics on the anthem? What's like an average anthem? I, I don't even know where it's. Like... Usually in the like 95 to 102 range, about a minute, a little over a minute and a half typically. So this is a lower number than I'm used to seeing. Yeah, that is the over, no question. Country music singer. You think so? They stretch it out? Rebo will stretch it out? Well, you know, we turn to a music (laughs) expert. Here's Jay Moore. Jay Moore, um, uh, from my analytics, my analytics says uh, a country singer or a a, a R&B or hip-hop artist, usually R&B in that spot, will go over. They'll stretch out the lyrics. Would you agree? Yeah, it depends on tempo. Mm-hmm. Now, if they do a extra bridge and put some, mm-hmm. 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 you're stretching it out, so it'll definitely probably be over. You know why That's I think over. it's going to go over too is I think this is the Taylor effect. I think Rebo wants oh, yeah. to impress Taylor <laughs> yep. and really want to uh, sh- you know show her yep. what she's got. Not that Reba has to show anybody, but you really want to impress someone like that. Over. She's yes. gonna add an extra chorus. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> She's yes. got a whole new verse. She's rewritten the song. Home. Breaking the God Bless America right in the middle of it. <laughs> Home of the uh, just get, and go for another four, 45 seconds. What's the what's the case for the under? How much does Rebo really have left in the tank? She's gonna fly through this right. yeah. She's out of gas. Uh, did it go silent? <laughs> then, yes, and that's another 30 seconds. Big brave at the end. Yeah. So I'm going over for that in that spot. All right, Shay. All right, the coin toss. Two options. Heads or tails. Both minus 110. And we're going to go tails in that spot. Tails. I'm a tails never fails guy. Yeah. I always call tails. Tails seems heavier for whatever reason on that side of the coin. The tail seems like it's heavier when you flip it. I think I read something about that, that there is, like, a, a one side does win more by, like, a, a hundredth of a percent or something like that. Yes. I would, I would it's ask. It's a weird thing. I would ask you to flip a, a coin, but I know you haven't had a coin in years. Tails has won 53% of the Super Bowl coin tosses. There you go. 53%. Yeah. So, uh, uh, Tails in that spot wins again. But I think, like, if you Google, though, too, about which has a better chance, it's not a 50-50 thing when you flip a coin. It's not exactly 50-50. Google that. A 50.8% chance of landing on the same side up as when it was flipped. Okay, that's what it is. So is that if, weird if you to have, you? If you have heads up when you flip it, it's got a better chance of landing heads. Boy, we're doing really well around here. There's not a coin anywhere. I got all this cap fine money, but there's no change. No, but I'm with you on what you said. Like, who carries change these days? I just thought Cap would have like a quarter or like a half dollar in there, but that's all his fine money because of his screw-ups on the show. Mm-hmm. That goes to Bernie's bookmate.org. No, no microphone. Yeah. <laughs> what, what, what else does he, like, what, what else, what happens if he, like, coughs on the air? Usually a cough or, or cleaning his nose on the with the mic open, stuff like that. Says something just absolutely <laughs> egregious. Yeah. 
I, there's a couple of mine in there too. It's like me mispronouncing words and stuff like that, which happens a lot around here. Um, but yeah, I was surprised. You know, they're talking about the budget around here. Thinks we're doing fine. I think we're doing just fine That's with that great. cash. That's so, awesome. Yeah, no problem there. Bernie'sBookBank.org. Here's. Oh, do you have a coin? Oh, there's Jay Moore. See, he comes through, man. He's always prepared with the props. All right, I'm going to need you, Sylvie, to... It's a dime. Yeah, it's, that's what we got around here. Well, the time's... Do you want to know where I'm starting it so you can call it? I'm, I'm, I'm going to guess that you're going to start it with heads. It is. Yeah, I figured that. Because I'm Jonathan Hood. That's how I know. All right, ready? Yeah. You gotta let it hit the ground. Tails. Oh, no, I, no, you gotta put it on your paw, like on the. That's not how they flip it in the Super Bowl. Can you imagine uh, Gene Steratore catching it in his hand and flipping it? How do you normally flip it though? I know uh, what you're saying about a football game, but I just did it the way most people would do it. You want me to do it on the ground? I'll yeah, of course. The it's right. the Super Bowl. But then it tr- trickles away, and then yeah. you gotta be. Ready? Yeah. Tails. It is head. Ah. Started on heads, it is a head. Ah, so you start on heads that time. Starting on tails now. All right, right? tails. <laughs> heads. Heads. Yeah, yeah figure that because it's a dime. All right, I'm betting heads. It's official. Definitely tails. <laughs> it's a dime <laughs> though. I first. feel the dime throws it off. Yeah, it might. It's too light. Huh? Nice little science experiment. All right. Should put it in there. Yes, please. <laughs> a dime for birdiesbookbank.org. There you go, Darren. Go ahead, pal. Will any scoring drive be shorter than the national anthem? Yes is minus 180, no plus 135. Yes. You think so? Quick strike. Yes. Rasheed Rice. Long score touchdown. That's that's good. I like that. What What about the San Francisco side of things? Like maybe a long run, like Debo... On a Effort? trick play, uh, Christian McCaffrey breaks a long run. Yeah, I would click yes on that. Shay, give us another. How much screen time will Taylor Swift get over or under 25 and a half seconds? That's a, that's a good one. That's a over. I think it might be an under, actually. The New York Times, did you see they did a report? And it like averages out to under half a minute that she's on the screen for a game on average. Not according to Erlacher. Erlacher thinks yeah, well, she's she, she shown the entire game. That well, got people fired up uh, when we sent that out on the ESPN social media. And then if they win, oh boy. Right. That, see, to me, it's the over because if they win, you'll see the celebration of her jumping up and down in the arms of Mama Kelsey. And that whole box is going to be up for grabs. And so I think that the majority of the time, she'll get a couple of glimpses, first half, second half. But then if they win, that's the majority of the time. You're going to see it for at least 8 to 10 seconds. And then another kiss. Now, does it have to be, though, within the, the confines of the game, though? I think it's got to be within the 60 minutes of the game. Like, from the start of uh, Jim Nance and Tony Romo's open until the clock hits zeros. I'm going over because I think they got to know their audience. While they don't normally show her a lot, and I don't think they're going to show her a lot, this is the Super Bowl. This is where everybody tunes in. So they want to give the people what they want. So it will be under a minute, but it will be more than 25 seconds. Yes, I think that is correct. And I think that, as you mentioned, this Super Bowl is already going to give big numbers. It'll have moon landing ratings again 
just for the non-football people. Oh, yeah. They just want, oh, my God, it's Ty- Taylor. There she is. There she is. And that's all, that's all they're there for. And then back to the party. It will be the highest-rated Super Bowl ever. I think so. You add, and not just in, this is not us cheating and saying the stream and everything else. We just think that just because of Taylor Swift, it becomes universal now, more so than, you know, just a, a, another Super Bowl with two terrific teams. You add in the Taylor Swift spice, Sylvie, and then here we go. Uh, people that are, you know, spite that are Taylor Swift fans, little girls, guys, me, they all want to see them. Yeah. They want to see that whole box lit up, especially if Kansas City wins. Shay, give us another. All right. Well, we brought up the viewership. Last year's Super Bowl was watched by 115.1 million viewers. Over under for this year's Super Bowl, 120 million. See over. I agree. See over. What was last year? 115.1. Yeah. See over. Yeah, I think it's going to shatter that. Unless there's a good uh, college basketball game against it. Let's take a look. Let's take a look yeah. at the slate. That's, you know, you got to keep that in mind always. Was that the number including the halftime performance or just the game? It was the, the whole thing. average rolling number. Yeah. Gotcha. So here's, here's what's funny. My Super Bowl Sunday, you know how you usually do. You get revved up. You're prepared. You're going to a Super Bowl party or you're just going to get your snacks and your food ready for your own Super Bowl party. Me? UIC against Northern Iowa, 3 o'clock. Huh. The only game in the Valley. Are you hearing me? I, I, I didn't. I missed that. I, I pulled the cap on you. Is, Dang. Sorry to keep you awake. One dollar. Bernie's book bank. One dollar. You know Go ahead, Shay. Give us one more. He's not listening. Oh, my God. I was just rude. Just not even interested. It's not my story, so I'm not interested, right? It's not true. That's I mean, not how I operate. No, no. Look, I admitted it. No. That's shame on me. There's a dollar in, the, in not, Bernie's book bag. It's not me talking, so I'm not interested, hoodie. Thanks, right? One more time. One more time. No, I'm not right. going to repeat the same story. Repeat the same story. Go back on the app. Yeah, the ESPN listen, Chicago app. And look, well, you, he damn well is not going to do that. It's this show. <laughs> Catch it on the podcast. <laughs> He's not even going to do that. That's right. Is <laughs> Waddle on there? I'm not listening, right? Tyler, what it was, give me a transcript. What was said? Come on. Give it to me. Why don't you listen the first time? I'm going to go on the app now. I get it two minutes. <laughs> so bad. He's going to rewind while he's yeah, on the air. No, I, I get It's like two minutes in delay. I'm okay. going to get it right now. <laughs> All right, Shay, can you squeeze in one more before deal breakers? One more. Who will Tony Romo refer to by name first? Jim Nance or Taylor Swift? What? Oh, that's good. Jim Nance. Here we go, Jim. Well, he's got to say Jim in the open, right? Well, Jim, is he going to say that first? Well, he always does. Or does this open start with Jim Nance welcome into the Super Bowl, Tony, and Tony goes, and she's here. No. Taylor no, Swift. No, no, no. And that's got to be a heavy underdog. It's not. What is it? It was minus 150 for Nance, uh, plus 130 for Taylor Swift. Yeah, I'm going Nance all day. That's an e- that's the easiest bet. I think all he has to say is Jim? He's gonna say, it's, in, it's in the open. Yeah. Who's he referred to by name first? Jim Nance. Or Taylor Swift. If he does not, he's in on it. It's true. <laughs> and that's something Tony Romo would throwing. do. Here we go. <laughs> A million dollars on Jim. <laughs> here we go. Oh, here we go. It's, 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 she's here. Taylor Swift is here, Jim Nance. And then you know he's in on it. Here we go. Gene. 
<laughs> who's also going to be the How box. How many Jeez. gyms does he say in a game, do you think? Over under is, uh, I'll set it at three. And a half. Oh, that's it, it's more than that. More than three gyms? I'd say it's around 10. Yeah, 10, well, 10, 11. He's also got to get that. Every game I've watched lately, he's got that little let me pat you on the ass Jim Nance moment so that Ugh. Jim doesn't throw him out of the booth where he's like, Oh, I was just waiting on your call. The great Jim Nance. That was going to be a Hall of Fame call there. It's a clear, like, let me appease you, God, so you don't smite me. I don't think they like each other, though. I think they hate each other. Oh, well. It's like Hoodie hates me right now for not listening. Well, I mean, that was just that was absurd. That was, that was rude. I don't hate you. I've known you. I, that, that, <laughs> that's, that's not a surprise what I'm happened there. That, that's BS. I almost swore that. I listen. What about that time there? Not. Okay. I, that was an error. <laughs> we all make errors. <laughs> Not an error. An that error. went through the legs. No, no, no. That was just... a ball through the legs. Okay, Swanson. That's not a ball through the legs. You're just not interested. What is that? Huh? That's a, uh, huh? Not interested. You're just not interested. That's all it is. Oh, and totally it's fine. You weren't speaking, so why would you be interested? Is he done talking yet? Right? That's what he's saying to his mind. It's going... would, you, would you wrap it up already? <laughs> is he done talking about his little story? It's called sleeping with your eyes open. Pretty much. Just standing there like, waddle, waddle, waddle. What's waddle doing right now? Hoodie, are you done talking? Oh, crap. Oh, now I got to talk. <laughs> Jesus Christ. I'm waiting for deal breakers. Oh, yeah, well, it's, it's coming up. It's right around the corner. Have you listened back to the app yet no, to see I what I asked you? <laughs> okay. If you know, it was waddle talking, it would have went back. Of course, no question. No question about it. Damn. Not interested. I'm not talking at the time, right? Deal Breakers is coming up next on Cap and J Hook.